1: host carl davis jr talks to the rock stars of silicon valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local regional and internationally acclaimed business leaders entrepreneurs and community leaders to help you stay connected now here's your host carl davis jr
2: Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. and welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose, or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me is my co-host and producer, Mr. Carl Big Papa
3: Welsh. How you doing, Carl? I love it when they call me Big Papa. Oh, yeah. Mate. I am I am in awe today. So I'll let you introduce the cat we got on this line, but I am absolutely in awe.
2: <laughs> well, we have a real celebrity. You know, every time, every now and then they say, Carl, you interview the rock stars of Silicon Valley. Well, we definitely have a rock star here, Mr. Ronnie Lott. You guys have known Ronnie Lott. A celebrity. He's been a Hall of Famer. Uh, he's a champion, though, and, and a leader, you know, for uh, not only, you know, the community here in San Jose, but for Silicon Valley. He's an entrepreneur, a philanthropist. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connection, Mr. Ronnie Lott. How you doing, Ronnie?
4: <laughs> I'm doing fine, man. It's great to be on the show, and I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, chatting with you guys and, and really trying to uh, see how we can educate the audience.
2: Man, we love that, Ronnie. I don't think this show is enough. It's a half-hour show. We're going to have to invite you back already. But everybody who's listened to the show, the first thing they want to know, Ronnie, is who is Ronnie Lott? What do you want to say about your past, Ronnie, and how you got to where you're at? And and, and obviously, what makes you tick?
4: Well, I think Ronnie Lott is a person who has decided in his life to uh, try to make a play every day. And if you think about living your life to look forward, you, you have choices. And the choices that you have are you know, right in front of you every day. And, and the question is, how do you get prepared? What are you trying to accomplish? And how do you win? And obviously, as we saw this past weekend in San Jose, not everybody's going to win. I went to all the basketball games, watched them, enjoyed them. But some people won because they were prepared. Some people lost because they weren't. And, and and the question in life is, can you always find a way to figure out how you can be your best each day? And I think and I believe that's what God is asking us to do. So I try to do that. I try to live that way. I try to understand that there's so many things that we can accomplish you need a lot of great teammates uh, a lot of times in that endeavor of having great teammates sometimes they uh <clears throat> excuse me sometimes they help you sometimes they hurt you. it's not their fault, mm-hmm. but that just happens in life and one of the great things that I realized is that when you huddle um, all the time, you find yourself realizing that. Um, some people are exceptional. Mm -hmm. And and what I mean by exceptional is that some people can do so many great things, and then you find some people that are in your life that uh, sometimes um, they might not have been taught to see the opportunity like you've been able to see the opportunity. And so uh, that's what's great about the valley. And I think what I see a lot in the valley is that you're always finding people that are, you know, doing something extraordinary, making plays, and and, and living life to its fullest.
2: Man. Man, that's really good, Ronnie. You know, you started to show off, right? You talk about a, a bunch of different things about making a play every day, and that's around choices. Uh, many times, the not only young people, but all of us, if we thought about our lives like that, like every moment we're making a choice, you know, it would probably help us make what? Better choices. And I know that's what you're thinking about, right?
4: Yeah, and the reason why I say that is that, you know, each step we take is a step into an opportunity. And sometimes we take steps not even realizing that the opportunity of just spending time and understanding the person next to you might be a person that could be of extreme value. And 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 a lot of times we look and walk right past the guy. It's like you don't even understand that walking right past the guy or the girl is the, is the one person that's right. looking to find a way to mm-hmm. make you better and so right. it's mm-hmm. hard and yet you gotta be aware and I think one of the great things that my parents taught me is that um, learn how to get along learn how to be aware learn how to understand other people
3: yeah, you talk about exceptionalism, and, and everyone who knows about Ronnie Lott knows that you are one of the most exceptional players in the NFL. You are, um, you were eight-time all-pro, uh, ten-time pro bowler, four Super Bowls, and then outside, and, and more, but then outside of that, you, You are a venture capitalist, you work in the community, Uh, that's exceptional, but the question would be, do you find, do you see how humble of a person that you are uh, based upon even after your exceptionalism and and because of your father being in the service and your mom, did that have anything to do with your humbleness, the way they raised you, uh, the environment that you were raised in in New Mexico?
4: Yeah, it's funny. Um, you know, the word humble right away takes me back to a moment where my dad grabbed me one day and said, "Hey.
3: <laughs>
4: no, 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 no. No. No, you don't uh, you can't do that." Right. And I was like, "What?" And he was like, "No. <laughs> we don't do it that way." Right. And and the point is that there are moments in our lives where we feel like Everything that we do is at our best. And there are moments where we get, as some people would say, a little ahead of ourselves. (laughs) And yet you got to be able to reflect. And you got to be able to not only reflect, but you got to be able to sit there and and quantify the fact that, you know, who helped you get here? Yes. How did that happen? And a lot of times that in itself will allow you to step back and realize how lucky you are to have great people in your life. And one of the things that I'm always amazed about is that um, there are so many people that have come to this valley with nothing, and they've walked away, and they've realized that this is This is a remarkable area because Mm -hmm. they just saw something and they teamed up with the right guy, and before you know it, they've been able to change the world. Mm -hmm. And we see it in technology. We see it in a lot of different businesses. We've seen it in sports. Mm -hmm. You know, how can I mean? Look at Steph and look at Mm -hmm. what he's done and what he's accomplished with the Warriors. I mean, no one thought that he could do that. And my point is that all of a sudden you see that you surround yourself with the right people and before you know it, you got a championship environment. And and, and what's great about that is that I think that in life, sometimes even though we might not be the most physical person or the most gifted person,
1: Mm -hmm.
4: it's also having the right people around you that can support you in the right way. And I think a lot of times we forget about that it's not just about might, it's about also having the right people around you.
2: Hey, Ronnie, you know, you hit on a couple of different things when you talked about Steph being basically a game changer. You know, when they put the three point uh, line in there and Steph got so good at shooting threes, have you noticed almost every team's got catch that can throw threes up there left and right, right? Truly changing the game of basketball, which is, which is better for the game. Now I have to say the same thing about you too, Ronnie. Cause when I remember you back in the early eighties, you was kind of like a rough cat. And you were hitting cats kind of hard, so I think that helped change the game. What do you feel about that when you when you look back at your career and you see how the game is played now and you know you are part of being a game changer?
4: Well, I think what's great about, you know, being in the environment of the 49ers is that Bill was seeking excellence. Mm-hmm. And not only was he seeking excellence, he was, you know, trying to get us to understand that there's more to who we are Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that when you find yourself with great players like Jerry Rice and like Joe Montana, like Roger Craig, like Keena Turner, like Eric Wright, like Dwight Hicks, and mm-hmm. all of the guys, mm-hmm. and, my, and what you find is that all of a sudden, iron is sharp, sharpening iron. And, 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 and that kind of you know idea of excellence... It's kind of what, you know, forces you to, you know, try to be who you are and try to uh, change the game, trying to be someone who can be impactful. And um, I've always thought that that's kind of a great quest in life is, you know, pushing yourself, forcing yourself. I had a guy who used to coach me, Coach Parks. And Coach Parks would always say, You got more in you. You got more in you. You got more in you. And his point is, is that we all do. Yeah, We all do. We got more in us. And sometimes we're not willing to go there, but we got more in us. And that's what Coach Parks was really good at, getting more out of you, helping you understand that. And I think that that kind of environment is kind of what made, you know, sports and made our team and made us successful.
3: Yeah, we got thirty seconds before we go to a break, but uh, I'm going to ask you really quick. Uh, all that talk—you you talk a lot about team, about teamwork, and players' uh, dedication to the game and to the team. That's that's really—it seems to be really big in your life right now. Did you again? You learned that by playing football so long, right?
4: And I learned that when I when my, when I when I used to play. My dad was in the military, and we would, you know, I was born in Albuquerque. We moved to Washington, D.C. I remember being in D.C. playing with these kids. I remember sitting there, and one of the kids said, man, I'm taking your football. And my dad came back and got the football. But I remember the the guy telling me, he goes, if if your dad comes again, I might take your dad out.
1: (laughs) Join the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce and watch your business grow participate in mixers webinars and training workshops to help start finance and grow your business all with the help of the chamber's certified small business development centers consultants for free that's right sign up for one-on-one help from a certified small business development expert advisor for free call 408-288-8806 or visit blackchamber.com that's blackchamber.com and now back to silicon valley business connections
2: Mr. Ronnie Lott, former uh, San Francisco 49ers, which, by the way, the 49ers look like they're doing doing pretty good, Ronnie. What do you think about this new team they got they're building?
4: Well, the team that they have is a team that uh, is young. It's a team that is still trying to figure out um, what they want to be. Uh, They got some assets that I think um, they can build on. The quarterback Mm -hmm. I think is an exceptional quarterback. Uh, they got to strengthen up their defense. I think they're trying to do that with the free agency. And, and, and the thing that I think about sports is that, um, you know, you're only a couple players away from, you know, building something really special. And the question for them is can they find those dynamic players that can help them be, you know, a championship organization.
2: So, were you upset when they didn't get uh, Antonio Brown from the Pittsburgh Steelers when everybody was thinking AB was going to go there?
4: Well, Antonio Brown, and we've seen it—he's a phenomenal athlete, a phenomenal, you know, competitor. The question is—is is that you know, will they be able to, you know, find a way to get him and Derek and others to, um, you know, all play together, man? It, it, it'll. It, it takes everyone surrendering certain things to make sure that they're even better than than by being by themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes Jerry Rice, you know, so exceptional, is that people don't realize that. He was able to not only play with Joe Montana, but he was also able to play with Steve Young. And my, my point is, he adapted. He changed. He did whatever he needed to do to be the best. And the question is, can Antonio do the same? And I think he can. And and, and so we're going to look forward to watching him play uh, this upcoming year.
2: Well, I want to. I when you talk about athletes, I want to just get something personal out here. That Ronnie and I are both blessed to have gorgeous daughters that were really good track runners. You remember that, Ronnie? How's your daughter doing? When she was running track, I saw her and she was fantastic. What's she doing now?
4: Yeah, yeah, she is now um, teaching meditation. And what's phenomenal is that the two of us have a podcast called the mindful games Mm -hmm. and it's been you know something that i've really enjoyed because i'm learning about how to deal with mental health and it's fascinating because when you start talking to people about their health and around the mental aspect of their life you start to realize that there are other things that are challenging distracting as well as ways to possibly help yourself, you know, achieve a better outcome. And I find that um, so far, our podcast has been unbelievable, just because of the content of how people talk about what they do to try to get better with their mental issues.
2: Hey, maybe, Ronnie, you know, before the show's over, you could do it now. You want to give us, like, the information of how to, how would our listeners hear your podcast, and then we'll do it again at the end of the show?
4: Yeah, no, they can go to um, Mindful Games and look up Haley Lott. Um Haley's. Um, the, she's like the the engineer. The she's she's like your guy. she's like your call. <laughs> you know? Hope she's not
2: she's hope trying. she's not ball headed like Carl's ball headed. But that's a whole other story.
3: <laughs> so so, Ronnie, you you do a lot of community work and um. And uh, you do a lot of work with STEAM, especially, and, and some of the programs you do. My kids actually met you at uh, at Levi Stadium a couple of years ago at a STEAM project. Um, what do you think about that? As opposed to kids that are, you know, looking at football, baseball, basketball, and entertainment. What do you think about kids getting into some of these STEAM programs at a young age?
4: First of all, I love any kid that is finding a way to better themselves whether it's a kid that's finding an opportunity to see that he can build a model, a car model, whether it's a kid that is trying to find a way to enhance his reading because he thinks that he likes to read a lot. Any kid that's trying to achieve to get better. I mean, one reason that we started All-Stars Helping Kids was to inspire kids to have a shot because there are so many kids that don't believe they can have a shot. And we think that any kid can be an all-star. So I've always felt that that's something that a lot of times um, we don't see kids being able to participate. We don't see kids having a chance to get able or are able to read better. So how can we play a role in helping that? And I think we've tried to do that. For the last thirty years.
2: Well, you're all stars for helping kids. I want to just let everybody know they actually helped us uh, produce our Bay Area Black Youth Techathon. Of which we, you know, try to inspire and encourage kids to learn the 21st century skills of success, which, as Carl said, is around STEM and STEAM and all those things. Uh, At the end of the day, you know, we want our kids to be innovators, and that's sort of a little segue, Ronnie, into what I want to talk to about, you know, getting kids in the business or getting people in the business, and then we want to talk about how do you fund those businesses. And I know, Ronnie, you're you're an expert in that. You, Joe, and Harris Barton, and you guys had fun and things that were going on, which was very unique. Can you walk us through something like that, Ronnie? One, you know, if somebody is trying to get their business up and they want to reach somebody like yourself or a venture capitalist, can you give us a little bit of insight on how they should prepare and what they should do?
4: Well, I think, first of all, I think one of the great things in life is it's like preparing for a game. Um, when you're preparing for a game, there are so many little details that you have to focus on. And I think a lot of times in life, uh, we have a tendency to believe that I got a great idea and I I now see the idea and now I want to implement the idea. But then you think about it and you start to realize that, whoa, we got to pay people. Whoa, <laughs> we have to be able to have a place in a facility. We're going to have to pay rent. Oh, we're going to have to pay insurance. And before you know it, there are all these little details that goes into putting a business in place. And a lot of times, a lot of times, the biggest issue is that you haven't thought about not only how you're going to pay for all that, but then to run a spreadsheet that says, here's all our expenses, all of our expenses, and a lot of times, you'd be surprised that somebody will leave out the the administrative assistant. And you go, "Well, what? Why does that matter?" <laughs> well, Because you're gonna pay. You're gonna pay her, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so you can't you can't you can't leave her out. And my point is, the question is, and all those expenses that you're gonna have, then you're gonna have to generate generate income. And a lot of times at least from what I've seen m- most people don't realize that that's the hardest part is because you got so many expenses that you forget that you got to generate a lot of income and so I, I believe that one of the things is be very detailed on your expenses understand all of them understand why they need to be in front of you and then more importantly Try to then match that up with all the income. And then try to have a game plan of how you're gonna grow your income and why you're gonna grow your income. A lot of times we think that, oh, only one salesperson? No, you might need five. So then there goes your expenses up again. And my point to you is that that's one of the challenges (laughs) that I see for young people. I mean, when I had a paper route I can assure you, when I was delivering papers and or cutting grass, you name it, I, those type of experiences for me was yes, you cut grass, but at the same time, you got to pay for the gas, you got to pay for the things that you got to do your lunch and all the things, and then and then you come home and you have something they call a profit, and that profit then you have to put it away and hopefully save their profit for another day.
2: Well, Ronnie, we're about ready to wrap it up, Ronnie, and I, I, that's a perfect segue to have folks want to connect with the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. And Ronnie, we've been so thankful to have you on, and we'd love to bring you on again because there's much more we know you have to share. So thank you, Ronnie, a lot for coming in today. This is the Silicon Valley Business Connections.
1: You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections.